Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at network security best practices. We'll be discussing confidentiality, integrity, and availability. We're going to look at the defense in depth approach, firewalls, intrusion prevention systems, and finally, content security appliances. This episode is part of my series on enterprise networking security and automation. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. One of the best practices you can do for security is typically referred to as the CIA triad. Now, CIA does not stand for the Central Intelligence Agency. It stands for confidentiality, integrity, and availability. Network security consists of protecting the information and those systems associated with the information from unauthorized use and access, disclosure, disruption, modification, and destruction. Getting into the triad, the CIA triad, confidentiality, the first part of the triad, what we're looking at here is having only authorized individuals, entities, servers, processors that can access the sensitive information. Now, what's sensitive information? Anything that'll hurt your company if it got out. So in, in today's world, almost everybody treats all information as sensitive. Now, this may require using some sort of encryption to encrypt your data, decrypt your data, but making sure that only authorized information, only authorized people can see that information. The next part of the security triad here is integrity. And what this is, is making sure our data hasn't been changed, making sure it hasn't been altered in any way. It requires the use of cryptography and hashing to generate numbers and you compare those numbers to make sure that it's the same number when you start the journey as the same number when you end the journey. And then finally, availability. Making sure that your users can get the data when they need it to make good business decisions. If they can't get the data to make business decisions, your company's going to lose money. Your company loses too much money. Your company's going to be out of business and you won't have a job. Now, this requires implementing redundant services and gateways and all sorts of links. When your company is functioning, when your company is making money, there's a good chance you're going to be sending data across public and private networks. And that data could be communications, it could be recipes, it could be data, whatever it is, you're gonna wind up sending it across these, these networks. You're gonna have to make sure you have secure devices, which includes your routers, your switches, your servers, your hosts. And most organizations, they employ a defense in depth approach, meaning you have multiple defenses to protect your data, to protect your resources. Now, several devices here that will work together of VPN, virtual private networks, the ability to encrypt traffic between points to points, especially those people outside of your network that are connecting in. Then we have firewalls to allow only certain traffic to come in or out of your network. Intrusion prevention systems to look and see 
hey, there's something going on on my network. Let's look at it. Let's stop this from happening. We have ESAs and WSAs, email security appliances, web security appliances. Let's look at not only the connections where we're making them, but the actual content of what we're sending out. Is there malware embedded in this email on this attachment? Are you, are is your users being redirected to malicious websites? That's what these security appliances look at. And finally, a AAA server, authentication, authorization, and accounting. You want to make sure that only the right people are, are getting access to the right resources and you're keeping a record of that. The other thing we have to do is make sure that all of our networking devices are hardened, that your routers are hardened, your switches are hardened, your access points, anything on your network, any of those intermediary devices, they're hardened to resist attacks. We also have to secure the data as it travels and goes across different links. And a lot of times this is encryption. Okay, a firewall. A firewall is a system or it could be a group of systems that enforce a set of rules to accessing your network. This is typically an access control policy between networks. And you have defined rules here that allow or deny certain types of traffic in your network and out of your network. Now, coming in, blocking traffic coming in, that's a fairly easy thing to understand. You don't want external people connecting into your network and being able to probe your network, see what it is, maybe query against your SQL servers, that those type of attacks. But why would you want to control what's going out of your network? Firewalls control what's going out of your network. Well, you maybe don't want or employees sending out Excel spreadsheets. Those Excel spreadsheets could have all of your customers on it, could have all of the costs involved with generating something. It could have a Word document that has your super secret chocolate chip cookie recipe that you have built your company on. You want to filter and stop that information from going out. Also, if a virus starts on your network and it leaves your network, you could be held liable for that virus and the damage it causes. So you want to stop stuff from leaving your network also. Firewalls work on strict rules. They allow and deny. Here we have several examples. First one here, allow traffic from any external address to the web server. Very specific rule. Anything from the outside of the world, external IP addresses, we're going to connect into our web server and only our web server. Allow traffic to the FTP server, allow traffic to our mail server, allow traffic to the internal IMAP server. We're going to allow only that traffic. Now, firewalls only allow what you tell it. If you don't specifically allow something through your firewall, it's not going to go through. What that means is everything is blocked unless you specifically allow it through your firewall. Then we can go through and deny all sorts of traffic. And a lot of times we want to make sure that we are denying ports, traffic that have a lot of vulnerabilities associated with them. We're going to deny all inbound traffic with network addresses matching the internal registered IP addresses. From the outside network, anything that has 
network address of our internal network, we're going to deny. We're running the 10.0.0.0 network on the inside. We're going to deny any traffic from the outside that has that. Now, it shouldn't be routable on the internet. It shouldn't get there. That means if we are actually getting traffic on the outside of our firewall to the 10.0.0 or from the 10.0.0.0 network, something malicious is probably happening. So we want to deny that. Deny all inbound traffic to server from external addresses. Now, this necessarily probably isn't your web server. Maybe it's your Active Directory server. Maybe it's your SQL server, your database server. Deny all inbound ICMP request, echo request traffic. Why would you want to deny all echo request traffic? Well, that's part of the ping. We use ping for reconnaissance, so you want to you want to deny those. Deny all inbound Microsoft Active Directory queries. Somebody on the outside your network doesn't need to know the information on your Active Directory. Let's go ahead and deny that traffic. We want to stop anybody from querying our SQL servers. We don't want external people figuring out the information in our databases. We also want to deny all Microsoft domain local broadcasts. All traffic from the outside, we, we want to stop that, all of this traffic. And so we have explicit rules set up to make sure we are blocking this type of information in our firewall. If you like this episode on network security best practices and you get value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. Subscribe to my channel and click that notification bell. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Intrusion detection systems and intrusion prevention systems. What they do is they defend against attacks. These attacks are typically fast moving, evolving attacks. They're changing as they're happening. Maybe you get one attack like this, but then the next attack looks a little bit differently. That attack has evolved. Typically, a lot of times we see when you're defending against attacks, we defend against known or existing attacks. But when that attack, attack changes a little, it doesn't match an existing attack that we know about, that attack goes through. And so when we get into the advanced IPS systems, intrusion prevention systems, they can deter that. IDS and IPS technologies are deployed as sensors. What that means is these devices are on your network and they're looking for certain types of traffic, looking for traffic patterns, looking for certain scenarios happening on their, your network. And when this happens, it alerts these IDS and IPS systems and something happens. Whatever you programmed as an administrator happens. Now, a lot of times we have routers configured as an IPS software intrusion prevention system devices specifically designed to provide dedicated IDS or IPS services. So you can have a router with its special iOS on it. You can have a specific piece of hardware design as an intrusion detection system or intrusion prevention system. Or if you have a modular system, you can have a 
modular card put in one of your devices that work as an IDS or IPS. They detect these patterns in traffic using signatures. These signatures are existing attacks. We know what an attack looks like when it matches this attack pattern, this signature, we can then do something. It's a set of rules to determine malicious activity. And there's two types of signatures. One is the atomic signature, which is we look at the first packet. If the first packet matches it, we, we say, okay, something is happening. Or we can step back and look at the bigger picture. And this is a composite signature where we look at multiple packets to see, to get an idea of what's happening. And then we can start reacting to that. IDS versus IPS, intrusion detection system versus an intrusion prevention system. Intrusion detection system. Intrusion detection system has the set of signatures. They look at the traffic coming through the firewall. They, they look at the traffic coming through these sensors on your network. These sensors look at the traffic. If they match something to the signature, they do something. Now, how they handle it when they do this something is the difference between an intrusion detection system and an intrusion prevention system. In an intrusion detection system, the attacker comes in, sends an attack through your firewall. It looks like legitimate traffic, maybe going to your corporate web server or established as VPN traffic or whatever it is, it, it looks like legitimate traffic coming through, but when it gets down to your sensor, your IDS sensor here, it, it signifies it that IDS could be on a mirrored port or something here. This happens to be an external IDS sensor. What happens is this IDS sensor matches a signature. Once that signature is matched, that information, that attack is still allowed to go through to the server, but an alert is sent out to the management station. It could be text, it could be text, SMS messages, emails, lights and sirens could go off, whatever you have set up on your management system as an alert will happen. Intrusion prevention system. They sort of look at the holistic approach where when they see an attack happening, we're going to stop it. So just like the intrusion detection system, the attacker comes in, goes through the firewall, makes it onto your network. But when the intrusion detection system sees it, it stops that attack right away. So that intrusion prevention system does that. Now, the more advanced intrusion prevention systems. They can not only match a signature, but then they can start matching patterns. They can look for patterns that didn't exist. Normally during the day, you get traffic from all over the continental US. Maybe you get some traffic from Europe. Maybe you get tra some traffic from Asia, but all of a sudden you have a huge bump in traffic from a different country. Let's say Russia, all of a sudden you have a huge bump in traffic from Russia. That intrusion prevention system, especially one with intelligence is going to say that's abnormal. That's not normal traffic for us. We're going to stop it. We're going to set off an alarm and until you as the administrator come in and say, that's okay. We're going to block that traffic. And so once we start adding intelligence into these systems, 
they can start learning about that. And then some providers, Cisco even has a system where if you have their Cisco firewall and you pay the subscription, your firewall communicates with a main server here at Cisco to see what is going on in the world. And so that firewall communicates with the main Cisco server. It, it says what's going on in the world. All of a sudden, a couple companies, other companies' firewalls have reported, hey, there's this big Russian attack happening. Well, your firewall is going to be notified about it. It's going to be put on alert to say, okay, this these attacks are happening. Let's look and make sure no attacks are happening. And if they do happen to attack you, you're all ready for it. And you're blocking those, those range of IP addresses already so that attack doesn't come in. And if attack happens to you and you're the first one to get attacked, then your firewall communicates back to the Cisco main server. Cisco main server then lets everybody else know. And so all of a sudden we're exchanging this data in almost real time here and you're proactively protecting your systems. We also have content security devices where we look at the content of the information we're delivering. And two of these systems here are email and web. We're gonna look at the content there. Some manufacturers, Cisco, Cisco has their Talos system that updates almost in real time of the different threats that are available, whether it's email or web. The email security appliance, the ESA, they're designed to monitor SMTP, Simple Mail Transfer Protocol. And they look at the they look at the mail, they look where it's coming from, but they also look at the content. Is there something in here that will cause us problem? Though web security appliances, this is a mitigation technology for web-based threats. It combines advanced malware protection, application visibility and control, application use policy controls, and reporting. It gives you one nice complete system to watch your web actively once again pulls in a blacklist whitelist of sites known malicious sites it stops people from going there proactively so you don't have to go and set up your blacklist sites the web security appliance can also do malware scanning url categorization web application filtering encryption and decryption of web traffic it is a complete one-stop device to protect your end users when they're using web traffic. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on network security best practices. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and of course, depending upon what platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave me a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. And all of my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. And you can get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation. Once again, I'm Kevin here at Techify. 
I'll see you next time for another great adventure.